Okay. And we are live. <laughs> Good morning, Super. Good morning. Morning, Jennifer. Good morning. It's Thursday. It's Thursday, and, and actually you uh, seem to have prepared a lot for this episode because we know that it's important to you. Um, probably more important to you than me because I'm on the field and I get to do less of this, but I know in, you know, you have a very, take a high priority in communication and communicating properly. So I know that this was a, a pretty um, important topic for you and where you thought that probably a lot of supers don't do well. Um, I don't want to judge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to judge, but um, I, you know, sometimes there are times um, you have to write emails. Emails are one of the most important um, communication uh, ways to communicate mm -hmm. these days, uh, along with text and WhatsApp, those applications. But emails are just so important and and I wanted to share that there are ways to write emails. So um, this is just, uh, your focus is gonna be on emails as a communication. Yes, how okay. to write emails. A very right. basic guide. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I think that that will be beneficial to a, a lot of the gentlemen and gentlewomen in our industry. Yeah because uh, sometimes you have to email, send emails to board members, to managers or residents, or even when you're doing an interview, someone asks you to send a, a resume by mail. Um, and I remember the first day, first day when I started working in this industry and I have to write emails, I actually didn't know how to write emails, to be honest with you. And I had to Google um, how to write emails. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I mean, emails, I, I wasn't really used to writing emails. And um, I'm sure there are a lot of um, people who, who are speaking English as their second language or third language. Or even for, even for some people who who speak English and English is their first language, main language, um, it's, gonna, it's gonna be helpful for everyone because very fundamental writing, basic writing skills. Right, right. And um, sometimes emails are regarded as text messages. Or we know. treat them, we treat emails like text messages. Yeah. And, and sometimes the, vice versa text messages and emails <laughs> and you're like wow that's a that's a whole that's like three paragraphs in that text i know so i just wanted to share um how to be proper you know you you want to look professional right and it, this is the first step um to to being professional looking professional oh yeah and perhaps um making you look different from other people other supers mm. out there um setting a new bar yeah and 
yeah, it's just just basic things, and some of the tips. Yeah. Um, when you're dealing with customers or or vendors, even, but mostly mostly managers or board members. Right. Um, I want to share some of the tips and some of the mistakes that that we often often make when writing emails. So there there are ways to write a pro- proper email. Right. And if it's it's really easy, and if you follow these, mm-hmm. you're gonna look completely different. You you are gonna stand out from the crowd. Right. Um, and people are think, oh, this this guy is really professional. He he knows this, and he's knowledgeable. He's intelligent. Right. Um. Yeah. So this, I hope this is gonna. Uh, I I'm sure it's gonna help. Okay. A lot of supers out there. I'm I'm excited to see what you put together. You should I put this up, the the list that you yeah sure you sent us okay why not I would love to share I I mean even if the you're not a super you have a friend um, who who has trouble uh, writing with writing right or any anyone plumbers or everyone has to write emails these days yeah um, you know when you're sending a bill to a customer right right. You just don't want to send a blank email with with an invoice. Um, I always say, yeah, the purpose of emails is try to you're trying to um, get the other person to understand what you're saying as clearly and quickly as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's why when I I think when I'm looking at your list. Um, these, you know, some of these things seem like they're gonna cloud that, you know, like, like they're gonna interfere with your goal of making the other person understand exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, those are great thoughts, and I, I absolutely agree. Um, so, so I would like to get into some, some of the tips um, that I want to share. So, um, I was thinking there, I mean, to, to begin with, there should be four structures in the email. Okay. When you're writing an email, uh, first is greeting. Okay. And second is introduction. Okay. And third is ending the email and four closing. closing oh, phrases. I see. Okay. So it's down here. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So I just want to go through this very quickly. Okay. And then we'll move on to the tips. Okay. So we'll, we'll start over here at greeting. Yes. Okay. So emails have to look a certain, certain way, right? Yeah, it, it actually is, you're right. Yeah it, yeah, it is a letter. It's just not a text. It's, right. not, it's not text messages on computer. No, it's, it has to have a formal formal um, structure. I like that. Never thought about that, but you're right. It's like 
once you know where the things are on an email, you don't have to think about or look for who sent it, what's the subject line, you, you know? Like right. there's a, like there's a, you are able to, there's a predictability to that email, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, when you're, uh, when you start with greeting, um, don't say, <laughs> um, I, I would recommend you say, dear, dear someone, someone's name, or dear sir or madam. If you don't know that person, if um, you don't even know um, if it's, uh, that person is a she or he, right, or some some other gender, <laughs> right, a, a middle gender, yeah, or an outer gender. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I mean, these days we have different kind of genders, um, but that and to whom it may concern, and you or you can just say good morning someone or good morning right. residents good morning everyone good morning afternoon uh, good afternoon good evening so when you start your email with this people will uh, that's the first um pres- uh, impression. impression of you um, this is assuming that they don't know you or this is like i mean someone that you know you can just like if it's evelyn you can just write evelyn right or do you still say that you should write good morning, Evelyn? Good I afternoon. would recommend good, good morning. Okay. Yeah, because um, it's it's writing, it's email. Right. And you want to look professional. Right. Um, but if you know if Evelyn is your friend, why don't you just text? Why are you? That's true. Using an email. So you, yeah, so I see I what you're saying. I feel like in an email setting, it has to be a little bit more proper. Okay. Or um, uh, a little bit more more polite than usual, right. I feel like. Because if you know somebody and you're regularly texting with them on WhatsApp and regular texts and you decide to do email, there must be a reason why. Yeah, there must be a reason why, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, it could be someone... Um, no, you have to email two two people. Let's say, um, just making this up, but in a in a co-op, right? Um, a resident in two B and one B. There's a lead from two B, and you're really good friends with a shareholder in two B, but mm. you kind of don't know someone, uh, the person Correction. in one B. Friends or <laughs> no friends. Oh, oh, I was just kidding. I, I, I was just referring to an, uh, another oh, yeah, yeah, rule yeah. that we had about friends I mean, like, in the you building. You but... really know this person very well. Okay. Let's say. So you're, you're very casual with them. Yeah, and you say, Evelyn, oh, hi, Evelyn. How, how was your week? You know, you, right. you say those things. Um, let's just assume that. Okay. Um, and you want to let the you want to have a three-way conversation by email regarding a leak or something. Right. Um, then, yeah, I would be a little bit more proper uh, than usual. Okay. Because uh, there's another person who's involved in the conversation. Right. Yeah, something like that. But, <clears throat> but yeah, that's how I would recommend when you're writing emails. Just... Just have a separate line of saying hi. Right. So you're, right. So you're actually also t- 
touching upon the need for part-time supers or those in the industry to get used to writing emails yeah. as a formal way, um, even if you're um, dealing with a friend or someone that is, is more casual to you. A friend. Not a friend, but someone that's more <laughs> casual to you right. or so someone that's more familiar to you. Yes. Okay, sometimes we get, you know, some, some, uh, uh, some of my uh, team members in the industry have had, um, have been in the building for decades, mm -hmm. over 20 years, of, and with the same shareholders. Of course, after a while, maybe you will start calling them by their first name and, hey, yeah. hey, Fred, hey, John, you know. And then your emails will become a little bit more casual too. Yeah. So you're, I think it's great because um, uh, some some colleagues in our industry don't seem to know exactly how to use an email. Right. And they, when I see their email, it ends up sounding a lot like text. Mm -hmm. It ends up sounding very casual. So it's good to know that. Um, you're asking, you're kind of putting up there that emails are more more formal ways to correspond with with somebody, right, and that right. you should keep keep it like that. Yeah. Okay. And the reason why I think one of the biggest reasons why it looks like a text message is right. because um, a lot of people, a lot of supers, um, don't have a separate line. Right. So they. So I've seen a lot of emails that just doesn't, it's just a one paragraph. Right. But it should be more like four different paragraphs or three different paragraphs. <laughs> okay. Three so, different. yeah. So That's it. Yeah. what I'm saying, I said there are four structures. Right. Um, so one, I said the first one is greeting. Right. So just in the first line, say, dear someone. Right. Or good morning, someone, and then maybe two just uh, skip two lines right, and then right. start writing. Right. It looks really good. Right, right. It looks. I think it's visually appealing. Yeah. Or easy on the eye. Yeah. I guess part of that is like yeah, if you wanna, if you're writing something that you want the other person to read and understand, you kind of want to make it attractive for them. Right. You don't want to make it hard to read in their eyes. That's why run-on sentences. You know when people say, "Hello, the the morning was sunny and it was it became night and oh, yeah, yeah. and I ate Cheerios and and they don't have a period." It's hard to read. Right. So, I guess um, the reader ends up uh, getting frustrated yeah. and to, your mission has failed because yeah. they put the they put your uh, writing down. Yeah, and also when when you have to talk to the manager or you're uh, submitting is submitting your resume right um it's it's good to to have these kind of visual structures you mean in the resume itself or you talk about in the emails that in you're sending email. that you're sending the resume yeah 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 because it is it is i mean I, I don't think we consciously feel it or, or, or sense it but i think we we all um, close off from things that are not pleasing to our eye. Right. You know? Right. Um, and then, secondly, okay, there's introduction. Okay. 
So I would recommend not jumping in to, um, into what you want to talk about. Um, the leak is done. Yeah. <laughs> the leak is found. It's fixed. You're, you're good. Faucet no. repaired. Yeah. Okay. But just, just, you know, when we meet someone, we say, how are you? Have you been? Right, right. Right? Just like that. Just say, um, there What's are some phrases that you can use. Um, like, um, I, I hope this email finds you well. Mm -hmm. This is very commonly used. Um, I hope all has been well with you. Um, or you can also say, like, I hope you're having a great day. Or if you, if you met someone that day and you're, you're sending this email in the afternoon or late evening or something. Right. And if you are actually waiting for an answer, um, you submitted your resume and for, for instance, you submitted re your resume and um, you, you following up. Yeah, you're following up and that person followed up. Right. Then you can say thank you for your prompt reply. Right. Uh, if someone asks you a question, hey, um, you know, when, when is the, uh, what time is the water shut off today? Right. And you can say, thank you for your inquiry. Right. Um, rather than just saying 5 p.m. or something like that. Right, right, right. <laughs> water's off, water's off from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. And if, and if it's, if one of the purposes is to, is to get the communication across quickly, what's wrong with 5 p.m.? Just answering, it's 5 p.m. Or when's the water shut off and you answer 5 p.m.? I mean, there's nothing really wrong with it. Versus saying, I'm writing to let you know that it will be 5 p.m. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's a presentation of yourself. You know, um, when you're going up, let's say just in the streets, right? Mm. You can be in your PJs versus just nice jeans and t-shirts, neat. Right. Wearing shoes. Right. So you're saying, <laughs> you say, and, and you, to an interview, um, or yeah, I see what you're saying. Or just seeing a friend. So you're saying it's. It's, it's uh, okay, so even like when you go see a friend, you're not going to wear your pajamas. Yeah, you're, so you're it's going just to, your appearance. You're going to put on a, a, a shirt. You're going to try to look clean, right? Yeah. Because you're trying to be respectful. Usually if it's a... If it's, um, I can't say there's nothing wrong with it, but you might as well you know, look, look neat at least. Right. So it's just a matter of presentation, meaning um, you're just dressing your words. Yeah. Dressing your words to look nice for somebody. And I guess, I guess you're right. I, th I think I get it now. Because if the point of, a, of communication or a point of an email is to communicate that message clearly and effectively, yeah, and part of that... Yeah, in a respectful way right and part of that is to allow you know part of that is by making it look appealing or sound appealing to that person reading it mm -hmm. so if you're it's kind of like um, if you're going around knocking on doors because you work for the phone company and you're trying to get people to sign up for 
a new phone service and you're cold calling, you're cold, you know, knocking on doors that you don't, of houses that you don't know who lives there, um, you're not going to go looking unprofessional. Chances are they won't open the door for you. Mm-hmm. But if you go there looking nice and presentable and clean with a clipboard and with you know something that makes you look like you're there for official reasons, it's more easy for people to open the door and to think that and to expect a, 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 a more professional kind of approach, right? Or yeah. expect a more professional interaction from you versus if they look outside and see you like, you know, I don't know, think of the, uh, an unprofessional um, get up, right? And, and you're looking dirty and disheveled and, yeah. you know, they'll, most likely they'll call the police on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that so that the, the presentation so so it's kind of like dressing your words up in a way that makes it easier for them to to listen to, listen to read yeah and understand right it's it's a it's a proper way to, right, right. to communicate with other people right and it's also sophisticated okay it's very it, it's it's yeah and you look intelligent you look educated right right. Yeah, because, and also using sentences, uh, using sentences rather than just a few words, um, you know, if you just say water shot at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., does that mean, do I get to use the water from 5 to 6 p.m.? Or (laughs) something like that, so... Right, right. It might people might be wondering, what does this mean? So you could confuse them. (laughs) Yeah, you can't confuse them if if you don't use the proper yeah proper uh, uh, proper sentences and proper grammar. Yeah. And so yeah, that's all about communicating. Yeah, communicating clearly. Clearly and right, right, um, right. Would you use this? Like, I hope this email finds you well, and thank you for your prompt reply when it's a negative interaction like when you know let's say sometimes you're in a sort of an unpleasant interaction with a shareholder about maybe something that you're trying to trying to get done and he's preventing you from doing right it's like getting access into the department to take care of a, a problem and uh, you got to go in but he's refusing access would you still write in this manner I would say um, I I wouldn't necessarily begin the sentence but thank you or but actually um it would depend okay yeah um he might have said he or she might have said oh i have this concern this is concerning blah 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 um i would usually say i wouldn't say <laughs> let's say i would not say no i need access i would I have some sort of introduction. Um, I, I would say thank you for letting me know. How about We're if he's, how about the email is like, no, you cannot come into my apartment, period. But you know that, you know. Yeah, I mean, there are people like that. I right. have. So I, how would you, what um, would, uh, would you still write back, thank you for your prompt reply? Do you think that that's a good tactic to remain professional or... 
Because I as I'm as I'm looking at this, I'm starting to see that maybe it is universal. Maybe I have more confidence in your word in your in your words than you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is com. Um, it is universal, but yeah. I would I would be a little bit careful when it comes to doing okay. that. But yeah, definitely. Um, if you receive an email like that, I wouldn't I wouldn't go and say, but I need to. But I would say I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. I'm sorry you're feeling this way. Right. So you're saying that the uh, the guys on the are the the guys in our industry, um, the part time supers? So you're saying that the part time supers have to be flexible to kind of um, so don't just use this as a template that they just cut and paste, but to think through the situation and that you're in and to adapt and be flexible to change your words according to that situation i mean when when time uh, when you get ex a lot of experience in writing yeah. emails i think you can do that but i don't see any problems just copying paste pasting okay and it can yeah i'm actually liking this list because you can just especially if you're a person who's not experienced in writing emails um, it is a it is a good way to uh, respond to any situation. I would say even if someone's upset, saying thank you often yeah. de-escalates de-escalates um, negative emotions. Yeah, yeah. so it's depressurizes. To, it's much better to say thank you, even if it's a weird situation that you're saying thank you. I think it's much much better than you being angry at them together to them and we can talk about these when we are talking about the tips on communicating by emails okay also other phrases that you can use when you're when something's being done or you don't you didn't solve an, an issue for example like there's a leak going on for like two days or something or um, you don't have the proper materials to to do a certain job, you can always say, I'm currently working on blah, blah, or um, I will look into this. Oh, I see it, okay. Yeah, those two phrases, um, you can use these. Uh, this is a, I think it's a prop more proper way to say, um, I'm doing it right now, or um, it's it's not done yet. Oh, I see. Um, something like that. It's, it's a it's. A, I want to show that there are phrases like this that you can kind of use. Ah, I uh, see. When something is not done. Right, right. And also, some of the phrases that I would like to recommend is when you're sending pictures. Um, videos or invoices some sort of attachment in your email mm -hmm. then you can also use these kind of phrases such as attached is an invoice attaches I a resume um, or please see the attachment or something something is attached within this email Right. Because if you don't mention it, 
people might forget. People might think, oh, what is, what is this? Or right. why am I getting this email? Or it's important document that you have to submit, but people sometimes just... Um, they gloss over it fast and they miss yeah, the they stuff. Yeah, they just miss. Right. And they, they might ask you, like, where is it? That's true. Sometimes I, I often look for attached, like attached is or please see attached. If they don't do that, it's, it's easy for me to kind of have it lost. Right, right. Um, I know these might be a little awkward in the first time uh, at the first time when you're using these mm -hmm. because you you don't really say these when you meet someone in person right right I hope this this day finds you well or something like that you you, you don't say those things oh, I hope all has been well with you right. So it might be awkward, but this is a proper way of um, opening up a conversation in email settings. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, so we I introduced some of the phrases that you can use in the beginning um, of the of your main main paragraph right. of, of your email. And I also wanted to mention that there are ways to end, end your email. Okay. So when you're done talking about the, your main point, um, you should always close up your email, like close up your conversation. Would it be the same thing as conclusion? Um, not a conclusion, um, but it's just, uh, I hope you have a good day or something like oh, that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Un until next time, <laughs> but something like that. Looking forward. Yeah, looking forward. <laughs> so when you're ending, you're when you're done with whatever point. Yeah. You want to deliver. You can say, um, "I appreciate your patience and cooperation." Yep. Let's say um, there's going to be a shout out from five to p. Uh, 5 to 6 p.m. and then don't say like don't just send the email like that um, just like how you opened up the conversation if mm. you open it up you have to close it you have okay. to end it right so end your your email with I, I appreciate your patience and co cooperation okay let's uh, let's try let's try reading this out loud um, for example, dear sir or madam, um, I hope this email finds you well. There's going to be a water shut off from 5 to 6 p.m. I appreciate your patience and cooperation. That sounds like a really good email. Right. Like a proper way, a professional way of saying water shut off 5 to 6 p.m. Right. That is to totally that. true. Yeah, so it's it's really easy if you know the structure. Mm. You look sophisticated, right? You sound sophisticated, and it looks like you really respect um, the person who's receiving this email, right? And you know what? If they see this, they're gonna treat you like that as well. They're gonna respect you as well. Right, right. Yeah, this definitely is way differently felt like i feel way different when i'm reading it this way versus the short right the short way 
So, and there are other ways to end your email, close up your email, which is, um, these are just examples you can use. Uh, thank you for your patience and cooperation. Um, if you have any questions or concerns, please don't hesitate to let me know. I know a lot of, <laughs> including me, um, sometimes I don't want to be bothered with questions. Right. I just say it. Okay. You know? <laughs> I so I was going to say, what if, what if it's like 5.30 and you're off the clock? Yeah. And you're like, if you have any questions, please let me know. Then you're sort of inviting a whole night of po possible questions to come in. You can, but that's actually one of the tips that I also wanted to mention. Mm -hmm. um, I personally have a set time to respond to emails. Right. Unless it's an emergency. Mm -hmm. But emergencies, I let people know that don't email me. I... I Okay. I respond to emails, say, 9 to 5. Right. Because if I start responding to emails, because I want to be nice um, to people at like 9 p.m., 5 a.m., 4.30 a.m., then people are going to start emailing me crazy, like whatever they want. And they will expect me to respond anytime, 24-7. Right. I think a lot of building managers may may make that mistake when they write back at, at those times. The assumption is, okay, well, then I can, I, I you know, they're going to be up reading emails. Yes. And I think that's where um, building managers, I mean, great customer service. I have no, no doubt, but it, it, it leads to burnout. Oh, yeah. Email burnout. And that impacts overall performance. Yeah, and I think and that's where we, we, they gotta, we all have to watch out. Right, and also expectations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just gonna expect you to respond whenever they send you an email. And another thing is, it, it could, there could be cases when there's a real emergency and because you respond to emails so, so quickly, yeah. um, I'm smelling gas. You might have, you might get a, get an email like that yeah, or you might, like there's a leak right 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 and then, you might miss that yeah then you, and you might miss that right right yeah no i, I I'm, I'm seeing the you know you're you have to guard your your time and you have to guard your focus right because if you don't guard that you things will slip through that shouldn't slip through right and people have to some people feel that you know, you need to get back to them about their intercom um, name tag not on properly. Mm -hmm. And it's important to them, which I get. But um, you ha it's up to you to determine how to, how to set the boundaries of when that comes in, that complaint comes in. Right, right. And to set the, the you know, um, the rules for when they're allowed to engage you yeah. in your and off time. And this is not because I am lazy. Right. I don't want to listen to that. Right. No, it's just to be very efficient. Yes. So you don't want um, emails 24-7. Um, it's, it's 
it's just not efficient and you, you'll probably miss a lot of them if you start doing that. Right. No, I, that's a great point. It, it, it's, I, I had a conversation with a resident manager. Uh, it was a debate a few months ago where he, uh, he, did, he gave his numbers to um, shareholders in the building, the residents, and the subtenants and you know everyone everyone and and the nanny and the dog walkers and i asked him why he does that just because i i'm worried that with like 500 apartments i think it was like 550 apartments he's gonna get, get clobbered with phone calls and he does he does get clobbered with phone calls and i asked him why he does that and he said well um i just feel like that's customer service but um or he felt that it was good customer service or he felt that it was necessary. I don't, I remember, I don't remember exactly what he said, but um, I've also seen him when he looks at the phone and he's just like upset because they're calling him at that time. And then I say, and he ignores them. And then I was, I was thinking, well, that's not very good customer service. And maybe that's what it's doing is it's, it's um, causing, causing him to be, because that could have been an emergency, who knows, right? And that could have been something serious that he decided just being upset not to answer. And I think that's because he doesn't have filters on his on his phone calls. And these filters will help him get those important ones. And then all the other majority, which are, I, I would bet, unimportant, those can get blocked from reaching you. Right, and that helps you be more effective at your job. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right on that. So just I would recommend have a set business hour email time. <laughs> How about a business email versus a personal email? Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's also true. Um, Bing. When you have that's my that's my uh, <laughs> that's a great contribution trip. for today. <laughs> yeah, for example, if your email is like taco one two three at gmail dot com, <laughs> or or. I mean, or hot stuff, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I get it, but I, I wouldn't really recommend. Yeah. Maybe your your name um, yeah. and your last e last uh, last name. Right, right. Maybe, Something professional. Yeah, with maybe some numbers. Right, right. But and also, you know, it's it's not expensive these days to get your own domain name yeah. and. Um, hook it up to Gmail so that you end up looking even more professional by having like George at georgesmith.com, right? Yeah. And uh, it looks great. And then you can keep hot stuff 2020 at, at yahoo.com for, <laughs> for your, your, your private circle. Yeah. <laughs> that, that I am true. God 2021. Yeah, yeah so that, that's one of the things. That's great though. I think that uh, uh, that's a, very important lessons of being professional because you're right there's there's no there's no i would say easier way to lose money and to um to take away the impression that you're not professional than by um doing these things wrong you may be great in everything else but um, a lot of times customer service is about communicating well right. and communicating effectively. And if you're not able to do that, it takes it really takes away from your value. 
and value translates to money a lot of times in, yeah. in business. And so you can't command your your full value when your communication level is down down here. Yeah. But so it's yeah, it's very important to to offer to provide with great customer service, but just be smart about it. Right, right. Be smart about it and because you don't you, you're by yourself you can't take 500 phone calls at the same time. Right, right. So, yeah. Well, there's that. And, um, but yeah. We'll, we were talking about, please feel free to reach out if you have any questions, right? Right. Um, those are really good ways to end your email. Even if you don't feel like it, um, yeah and the last one closing it's I, I mean it's it's really really saying bye <laughs> seriously like I'm done with this email don't don't just write your email um, say sincerely best regards with regards or just thank you thanks um, if it's Christmas Merry Christmas okay happy holidays happy holidays yeah probably the more right way Happy holidays, John. Right. Like that. So it, this is technically the uh, same thing as saying bouncing out, sayonara, <laughs> right? All of yeah. the all of the casual ways to say that. It's just a really nice way to say goodbye. Yeah. Like I'm leaving now. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sincerely, I'm out. Yeah. Right. So we'll put these out as um, on PDF. Yeah, yeah, okay. we could uh, put them out of PDF, and whoever wants uh, wants to access them, they can yeah, just copy download. And paste. Yeah, copy and paste, and uh, I'm sure there are a lot of good materials out there on Google if if you Google them. Right. But it's it's I just I just gathered some of the very commonly used right uh, ones, and it's it's very just basic basic. I liked how, you know, you had. A simpler way to do it. Mm -hmm. Order shut down from nine to eleven. I'm out. Yeah. And then you have, you know, I hope this email finds you well. I'm writing to let you know that the water will be shut off from nine a.m. to eleven a.m. Um, uh, I appreciate your patience and the cooperation sincerely. And that is a a really different feeling. Right. Right. And. Uh, I can't, I can't say, some people might say, oh, is that effort worth it? Like, you know, was it, was it, uh, uh, is it worth the effort to do that? And maybe not, who knows, right? I mean, who knows when, uh, if it's gonna, if it's gonna be like, doing that at that time is so hugely important, but doing it, learning how to do it over time, I think cumulatively, as you meaning that little by little, as you as you keep on emailing in a professional manner, you're going to be seen as a professional, yeah. and you're going to be exactly. seen as someone that is serious about the trade, serious about the customers, right. serious about business, and once again, that translates into more value mm -hmm. and more pay. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, I totally agree with that. So um, that was a brief. I don't know. It was a quick um, discussion on how how you should write emails. Yeah. But thanks for listening to this podcast. This episode ended up being slightly longer than Jennifer and I thought it would be. So we decided to break it up into two parts. Uh, stay tuned for part two. See you there. Thanks.